The Gut Pharmacist Podcast with Riley Ramosco, traditional naturopath and holistic nutritionist. Is your mysterious chronic illness really a mystery or could there be some answers that doctors are missing? In my experience, most mysterious illnesses have answers and all chronic conditions have answers. They are just not investigated properly in allopathic medicine. Just because you haven't heard answers in a doctor's office doesn't mean that they aren't out there. I've personally suffered with weird symptoms on and off my whole life, and I went to a bunch of specialists, and I never really got any answers that I was looking for. I take on so many clients who have weird symptoms, and it turns out they have issues like mold toxicity or Lyme and co-infections. Now, I'm not saying that everyone has these conditions, but most illnesses can be traced back to the same root causes with different manifestations because everyone is different. But these root causes usually are trauma, nutritional deficiencies, toxic overload, heavy metals, and pathogens. These are present in nearly every chronic illness. What we don't hear is that trauma actually opens up the gut and brain barriers to allow pre-existing issues to go deeper. So you may have gotten sick after a specific traumatic event or something that caused a lot of stress on your body, like a pregnancy, and then all of a sudden you get sick and you wonder why after being healthy for so many years, why did your body change so drastically? But I often find that sudden illness is rarely the case. It's that those issues were there for many years and finally something else came along and triggered that whole event. I like to use the bucket analogy. Everyone has a bucket. Once you start getting to the top and it overflows, that's when illness usually occurs. So it was at that point where something overflowed your bucket. That could be a sickness, a pregnancy, a traumatic event, or anything else. But if you've been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, a neurological disorder, chronic fatigue syndrome, rheumatoid arthritis, or fibromyalgia, you need to listen to this episode because the diagnosis might not be what you think. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about stealth pathogens or stealth infections or stealth microbes. You'll find these terms are used, but they're all explaining the same thing. So stealth means hidden, undetected, silent, sneaky. The problem with stealth infections is that they hide in tissues and oftentimes trick the immune system. So antibodies may not even be created, and that's why Lyme testing, for example, shows up with way too many false negatives. People are sick and their tests always show up as fine. <laughs> something is wrong, something is wrong with the education, something is wrong with the testing modalities, but um, people are sick and the testing these days with these stealth pathogens is not ideal. Mold is also another commonly overlooked contributor to chronic illness, and it's not even tested in a traditional doctor's office. But Lyme, Babesia, Bartonella, and mold will be covered today. There are so many other stealth infections like chlamydia and pneumonia, which is not the STD. Chlamydia is just a broad term. Mycoplasma, anaplasma, and so much more, but we don't have to get too caught up in the specific symptoms because many of the symptoms are shared across these organisms. If you are chronically ill, 
you most likely have symptoms in many body systems. And you probably have really weird, unexplainable symptoms like I did for most of my life. So first, we'll talk about Lyme. That is Lyme, not limes. <laughs> Someone who calls it limes may not be the most updated person. But if you've called it limes, there's nothing wrong with you. You can definitely make the change and start calling it Lyme. So Lyme disease is triggered by the bacteria Borrelia burgdorferi, and this is a spirochete. The spirochete has a spiral corkscrew shape, and it has been shown to drill into tissues and stay hidden undetected. So again, that's why testing is not so accurate because it hides in tissues. Body doesn't always know it's there. Therefore, antibodies are not created. But Lyme, this Borrelia organism, likes to hide in collagen tissue areas like the brain, joints, nerves, and some distinct symptoms of Lyme disease are stiff neck, carditis or heart symptoms, floaters in the eyes, that's also a mold symptom by the way, bullseye rash, although most people actually don't get the rash when they get bitten by a tick, so that's not a, a determinant symptom. Also Bell's palsy, weird neurological symptoms, joint pain and swelling, and something really key to Lyme is something known as migrating arthritis. This means that your joint pain travels from one joint to another and it's never really consistent. It's kind of jumping around. You have generalized joint pain. One day it's in the wrist or the right wrist, next day it's in the left wrist. But other symptoms like chronic fatigue, digestive issues, Mental symptoms like anxiety and depression, brain fog, sleep problems, chills, autoimmune disorders, bladder irritation like cystitis, muscle pain and aches. These are all very common chronic illness symptoms and these are shared across many different types of stealth infections. So how do we know which one we have if the testing is inaccurate? I like to use bioresonance testing to find which of the microbes are the biggest triggers in the body at the moment. And keep in mind, it's never just one. They like to come in a package, uh, unfortunately. But uh, this is where co-infections come in. According to a specific government organization that I will not name, Lyme disease is highly underplayed and tested inaccurately. This government organization is also using research that is 32 years behind as of 2023. And I ended up emailing them and they still claim that Lyme bacteria cannot be transmitted sexually or in utero. But in recent studies, this has proven to be wrong. This organization refuses to use this information until it's tested over and over again based on government regulations. But as a reminder, antibody testing is inaccurate more than like 50% of the time due to the stealth nature of this organism. Again, it hides just like all of these other ones. 30 second interruption. If you are tired of dealing with all these unnecessary symptoms and you'd like to get to the root causes of your problems, just apply to work with me. I help people like you every single day find answers with functional labs, root cause approaches, and holistic health. I work one-on-one -on -one with USA and Canada and offer an affordable independent program worldwide. If you need help, just click on the apply to work with me link in the show notes. Now back to the podcast. But that was Lyme, Borrelia, Borrelia burgdorferi. That is the spirochete bacteria that triggers Lyme disease.
Next, I'll talk about Babesia, which is a very common co-infection with Lyme. So again, these organisms like to come together in this horrible package for you. But Babesia is a very tiny parasite that infects red blood cells and is spread by tick and other arthropod insects. Um, some distinct symptoms of Babesia are chest or rib pain, drenching night sweats, body temperature fluctuations, and air hunger. This is when you always feel like you're gasping for air and you have shortness of breath. This is something that I deal with sometimes, and that's maybe why you hear me gasping all the time on this podcast, but I'm doing a lot better now, by the way. But Babesia is another one that has very inaccurate testing. The antibody testing most of the time just won't work because these things like to hide in certain tissues. As far as for the Babesia, it likes to be in the red blood cell. And if your exposure was many, many years ago, that makes it more highly inaccurate for testing. So that was Babesia. Next is Bartonella. Bartonella is a bacteria that is usually passed by ticks, but also animals like cats. You may have heard of cat scratch fever. That is the Bartonella infection, actually. But it's not as common to get this from our house pets, so let's not blame them. Let's not... Uh, be afraid of them. We love them. They deserve all the love, no blame, no fear. But some distinct symptoms of Bartonella are rage, swollen lymph nodes, unexplained cough, a stretch mark like rash that stays purple or red for many years, doesn't really go away and fade like other stretch marks, pain in the shin bones and pain in the soles of the feet, bipolar disorder, and other severe mental disorders. So if you've been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, anxiety, or other mental conditions, you might want to look into Bartonella, but please don't just go and do an antibody test. Again, I've explained that because it's highly inaccurate, but like I always say, these mental diagnoses are not enough to tell us what's truly going on in the body and sometimes it's not as simple as something that's going on in your brain, the neurotransmitters are off. It usually goes more deep than that. And the deeper we can go, we can find more answers. And maybe we can be free of a potentially debilitating disorder. And all of a sudden, we have more answers. So we need to advocate for ourselves, educate, and always find more answers as best as we can. So we talked about Babesia, Bartonella, Lyme, and lastly, I'll talk about mold. So mold isn't necessarily a stealth pathogen, but as a severe contributor to chronic illness. It's a fungal issue that suppresses immune function and allows pre-existing stealth pathogens, even ones that are decades old. So if you got bitten by a tick when you were a child, you're exposed to Lyme in your 40s, now all of a sudden the mold can actually activate those childhood infections. So if you have reactivating things like shingles, Epstein-Barr virus, which is the monovirus, then you definitely want to look into mold exposure because it likes to suppress the immune system and allow pre-existing issues to thrive. And if you have mold toxicity, that doesn't even mean that you're currently living in mold. It could mean that you were exposed many, many years ago. And considering that the mold suppresses immune function, also impairs detoxification. So without those systems, the mold can circulate in the body and not be uh, released properly. 
So mold, again, it's it's more common and it's highly underplayed, just like all these other pathogens. And forget about being tested in a traditional doctor's office. They don't even really believe in mold illness. But in homes, mold isn't always invisible either. Sorry, mold isn't always visible. And it does happen in dry climates. It does happen in new houses. I actually see it all the time. So mold is highly underplayed. I could talk about all the mold myths, but please refer to my older podcast with Mold Finders Brian Carr talking about the truth about mold inspection. I believe that's the name of it, truth about mold inspection. So go back and find that episode. Very helpful. And hint, mold inspection is also a root cause approach, just like medicine. So as a recap, we talked about Borrelia, which is the Lyme organism. We talked about Babesia, Bartonella, and mold. And there are many other stealth infections like mycoplasma, chlamydia pneumoniae, anaplasma, and many more. Generally, a person doesn't have just one of these. They like to come in a package deal. And again, if I haven't said it 20 times already, the testing is highly inaccurate for these. And you don't have to have a recent tick bite. You don't have to live in current mold for all of these issues to thrive and cause chronic illness. In fact, in most of my chronic illness people, these issues are severely old, maybe even decades old. But there are many other ways that these things can get into the body. Testing is not accurate, which is why I like to use bioresonance testing. This is an energetic testing and has plenty of research coming out, and it's all based on quantum physics. This type of testing allows me to find hidden microbes that go undetected for many years and cause, cause chronic illness, as I've mentioned. So if you have mysterious symptoms, autoimmune issues, neurological issues, chronic fatigue, or other weird unexplainable symptoms, your labs always look fine, you definitely need to look into mold and stealth pathogens. Hopefully that helped. If you would like to know more about these, please reach out to me and we can embark on a journey together to find those root causes and finally get you well. Hey there, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at gutexpertriley, on Facebook at The Gut Pharmacist, same spelling as this podcast, on YouTube at The Gut Pharmacist, and my website is holisticriley.podia.com, where you can find information on working with me, my background, and more helpful information to feel empowered in your journey. 